Eloise by Kay Thompson. Ooh, Eloise, you need to call the front desk and get a hot oil treatment for that broom on your head. <laughs> and girl, Victoria's Secret call, they want their wallpaper back. <laughs> and what is she doing? Popping a fart? <laughs> Got that leg all cranked out, all nasty. Girl, please. <laughs> Okay, up next, Madeline by Ludwig uh, Beethoven. <laughs> Miss Madeline, uh, I have bad news, child. The Eiffel Tower is not in the woods. <laughs> Girl, you better draw France right, bitch. <laughs> Somebody trying to act like they've been to Paris. Child, you ain't never been there, girl. Uh huh. What is happening? Next, the secret of the old clock. Honey, I'll tell you what the secret is. She been out there doing herself. Uh-huh. Somebody found out, and she just grabbed some old random clock and was acting like she was fixing it. Good God, girl, get a grip. She crazy. Now, for me, and of course, this is something you can't, here but can only see but the nuance of this clip that i love the most is the way that rupaul puts the book down when she's done reading it <laughs> there's just this like tuck like mm, there we go next it is it is a moment where i'm like you know we've talked about rupaul's you know acting and, and aj and the queen and, and rupaul's sort of techniques and it is moments like that where i'm like girl you are the winner of this week's challenge Mm, yeah, definitely. I love like, that. Yeah, like yeah. she she has moments. I mean, obviously, like his obviously she spends a lot of this sketch and a lot of other sketches staring at the cue cards. Um she's forgetting That's this a, is not yeah. a live reunion where she stares at the camera <laughs> and doesn't look at anybody. <laughs> well, you know, and uh, this was and I have to I got to you got to give it to her, Biella. doing a live show when I mean, as live as the reunions are, they're not. They're pre-taped. Of course. Oh, so the no, stakes were even this is, higher here. Absolutely. This is so hard. I could never in a million years do this. Her memory is garbage, and she's the first person to tell you that. She's like Kennedy Davenport. Her memory is so bad. Right. And, and for her to, like, do so much of, like, so many, like, live sketches in one night, and for the most part, you know, get through it unscathed it's really it was very impressive i was super impressed and i've seen so many guests that are glued to the cue card some yep you know some that are more versed in improv and comedy like it makes sense uh that they don't look at the cue cards but rupaul they're there they're there for a reason and that's what you do uh and uh, the glasses during this reading challenge certainly helped right? oh yeah i, I yeah. feel like she was like oh i have an idea like it was <laughs> it was definitely like light me just so you know yes um, yes i i will yeah. say if we're talking about little nuances that you can't hear there's a moment when rupaul reads one of the men like he's like yep. oh i wouldn't you know uh, not unless i wanted to get crabs or something yeah and the, you're not the worth one, the crabs you're yeah. not worth the crabs and you know he reacts but the real reaction is from kate mckinnon who waits a beat and then her mouth opens mm -hmm. oh it was she, brilliant oh yeah no she was great she uh i i love like you know a lot of times in snl sketches there's like the eccentric character and everybody else who kind of was like what and like kind of just has to like like kind of side eye look at them while they like do their bit you know mm -hmm. um there's gilly and there's everyone else and <laughs> i appreciate that like caitlin can hurt the character and like the the frequency she gets to play is like the one in the audience who's into it and like then it's then it like changes the dynamic and i think yeah it, it moves it along a little further than just like at a certain point people have to like stop going what you know like they have to have another another reaction and that's a fresh take you know yeah kate mckinnon's good at that i her character even in the thirsty cops scene yeah was also she, in the same vein right she stole yes. the show in that i just loved her yeah 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 she's like you, you know you uh she, she's like the 
you know, I don't know, in a baseball game when things aren't going well, throw Kate McKinnon in, you know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. She'll shake it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, she likes the high ones. So, <laughs> you all. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, overall, I have to say, um, I think the re- this library, you know, reading challenge was maybe my favorite of this okay. all of the segments of the rue sketches right. i think my favorite segment is something else but i think that was the most successful one for me so i maybe we could talk about why uh, i thought that this was kind of a love letter to drag race fans instead Absolutely. of it being over educational i mean there was and is throughout the entire episode this clear thesis of RuPaul in from the monologue to this reading challenge to even the charade sketch, the lights went out in Georgia, like all of that. There's this thread of, I'm here to tell you what's going on. If you haven't heard. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and she, you know, she manages to put most, if not all of her taglines in SNL. Right. You have, you know, the rest, you're born naked, the rest is drag. You have reading is fundamental. Uh, the lights went out in Georgia. Uh, you have it all there just to kind of teach the children in a way. But this particular challenge, while that was there, seemed more like, all right, we all get it. She, I mean, even the first time that she said, oh, reading is so important, there was laughs because people knew what she wasn't saying, you mm-hmm. know? Right, right, right. There were enough people who were in on the joke, and and even the people who got the look how orange you look, girl, and mm-hmm. you know, and then it was like, well, we'll just ex- we'll just believe that these were homages to Latrice Royale. That's what and, I'm believing, yeah. And that we were not <laughs> stealing her BMW. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a key your car, as you call it. Yeah, no, totally. And I think that there was. A, yes, there were like people were in on the joke. And I think because of that, maybe this is why I liked it is like then I could just relax until like, okay, let's just watch this bitch do what she does. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's right. watching lip sync answer invisible telephones, you know? Yes. Yes. This is RuPaul can do this in her sleep. She can deliver these lines in her sleep. Like yes. the 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 Nancy Drew one had me rolling. <laughs> yeah. With the Harriet and the spy, like Girl, please. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. The timing of that. It was so smart. Yeah. No, I mean, all of them were good. The Paris one where, Mm -hmm. you know, the trees. And I I, I appreciated it all. Uh, They even got Eric Carl in there with the Hungry Caterpillar. I was was impressed even at the selection uh, to be also part of the joke. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, it was I thought it was well constructed. And you can tell that. RuPaul had a hand in the writing of the sketch. Does that make sense? Yeah, I thought about that a lot. I was wondering how much he was informing some of these reads. And it it makes me think of AJ and the Queen when they would have these queens with these scripted reads. And I was like, no, just let them say what they would say. Yes. You know? Like in Hurricane Bianca, it's the same thing. Like let Bianca just riff and you capture it on camera and you make edits later. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, I thought... If if I if I'm gonna pick my favorite most successful one, I'm gonna say it was either the lights went out in Georgia, or the Chad sketch. Oh sure, I think the Chad sketch is the one that really kind of um, kind of went viral in a way, or kind of like got the most attention. And it's great, I think, because it was a digital short and not a live one. RuPaul mm-hmm. was in RuPaul drag. was immaculate. I mean, his yes. performance was perfect. He looked right. great. Um, that was, I think. There was another cut for time sketch called oh, Baby I saw Doctor. It. Oh, oh I didn't see Baby. No, 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 no. I didn't see Baby Doctor. Oh, <gasps> Baby Doctor was terrible. Oh, it then was I guess biz- it's good. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. The the other cut, the the mining sketch. That I saw great. that one. That was great. I understood why it was cut, but I I appreciated just like if you think about it. Here's RuPaul and Bo and Yang, two gay men doing a bit on SNL. That's that has not ever have ever happened you know what i mean yeah that's you know what i mean yes no that i mean it was uh it was kind of like a a dynasty moment right these bitchy matriarchs Mm -hmm. just kind of meeting i'm surprised that they picked old new york over that one i mean i loved old new york do not get me wrong rings Mm. on an on an old hand or whatever it was Mm -hmm. um (laughs) 
was and really RuPaul funny. was RuPaul was great in that one. I was surprised yes. how like comfortable he was. He knew who this was. <laughs> Just singing along. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah. Um, but I, I I there was something about the dynasty mine that just made me so giddy. And you know what? You probably put the finger on it. It's probably that it was Bo and Yang interacting with RuPaul and the slapping. Yeah. I just love the slapping. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, and sometimes though, I feel like though, I I almost like that it was cut for time and that it is so good because then it becomes this little like, Oh wait, but did you see, Mm. you know, like it becomes this little thing that like the, 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 those that know I've seen. And I, I don't know, that makes it better in a way. It's not exposed to so much oxygen. It doesn't turn Brown, you know, like an avocado. Oh, like an avocado. Okay, I was just making sure. Um, you know, like an avocado. <laughs> uh, Mary, you know, before we talk more about SNL, I thought uh, now it might be a good time to stop and let our Marys know what they are listening to. Well, sure. They are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul's created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny. And I'm Laura Dern. And... <laughs> the I'm all the women. <laughs> the babysitter. I'm all the women in Parasite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm all the women in Parasite. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and I'm Colin, and uh, this week we are having a little bit of a, a Rue-themed and otherwise just, you know, recent pop cultural-themed catch-up. Uh, you know, before things really get started with season 12, uh, we just figured we'd catch up on a few treatings uh, RuPaul-related this week. Mm-hmm. Beedy beedy. Bum, uh, bum. Bum bum. So, I think it, we didn't lead with this, but I think it's worth leading now into this discussion, just kind of the monumental nature of RuPaul finally hosting a show like Saturday Night Live. I also found that it was the second highest watched SNL from TV viewers in SNL history, which is gigantic. Really? Yes. Uh, The first is Will Ferrell, and the second is this episode. Wow. Oh my god, that's crazy. That's um that's great. Uh it is. I mean, I think when you think about it, it's like, well, the bitch did it. You know? Like I feel like this is what RuPaul was setting out to do, and I feel like if you listen back to what's the tea and, you know, a few years ago, 2015, whatnot, it's a different RuPaul at a different stage in his career, but he is talking himself up to expand like this, and it's it's very easy to hear someone like that. And granted, there's a lot more that goes into it than just positive thinking and affirmations, but like, right. And I think we can mention that in the monologue as well. I mean, he still keeps that story of his, but yeah, but I, I think there you, it is very important to recognize like the example of here's someone who had an idea of like, this is what I want to do. And it isn't just like, you know, snap your fingers and it happens, but like, he won Emmys. He's hosted SNL. He's been on the cover of Vanity Fair. You know, he's got a, yeah, a TV show. He briefly had a talk show. Um, you know, it had a book. Uh, has has still an has empire. Pod- yeah. Has an empire. You know, it's like, it's, it's pretty incredible. It's really, really incredible. And I think, you know, you come to recognize that like RuPaul's Drag Race is just one piece of what he's mm. doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not for nothing, but not only is his career... 40 years, right? Like yeah. it's it's almost 40 years long and Drag Race is, you know, what, 12 years of that. And yeah. uh, sure, I think that started it, but he had to be scrappy in those beginning seasons of Drag Race. Yeah, and it shows. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I when you really kind of, it, yes, he certainly has a lot of money and a lot of, you know, uh, celebrity clout now, but I think, no one can say that that happened overnight or happened in a linear you know, way or um, happened to the prime of his life. I mean, the man's also almost 60 years old. Like yeah. you think about that, it's like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm 35. There's other people who are, you know, at, at different ages where they're like, oh, well, the window's passed. You know, I had a chance 10 years ago and it's just unbelievable. It's like, yeah, you could be, you have no idea what the next 20 years could look like. And it, and I'm, I, uh, 
it's just really incredible. It really is. When you look at the whole narrative, it's really incredible that he's this big now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to, to, to be on SNL, that's a, that's a huge slot, right, with Justin Bieber. So uh, yeah. Justin Beaver, as he says, um, I, I I also think I don't think either of those are correct. <laughs> uh, I'm always right, Mary. Um, I sure. I think it's also worth noting the interesting experience to be someone like RuPaul, who is now running into celebrities that are like, oh my god, hi. When ten years ago, they wouldn't have done that. Yeah. That I mean, he's I think, kind of a hot name now. You know what yeah. I mean? And I wonder and what I, his experience is being that person now. I would have to imagine at this point he sees through it because, like, that's how it's sure. been forever is like, oh, you know, one day you're in, the next you're out. Um, and I think, like, yeah, you become kind of like the one that people say, oh, I, sh- I really should go say hi to him or I should really go, you know, get a picture with him. Like, you just become that because it's never about you. It's never about you. And so, like, I I think I'd like to believe that RuPaul sees that, like, that nothing that happens in Hollywood has anything to do with him. Nothing that anybody in Hollywood is doing has to do really with him. It might in part have to do with him, but it mostly has to do with themselves. Sure. So, I don't know. I would I would actually think in some ways it's like having kids later in your life is you you bring so much more life experience to that, you know. And so, like, being at this peak of your career after, like, 40 years of hustling, like, I think that's healthy in a way mm. yeah he kind of really knows who is in his circle yeah and who is not yeah yeah no absolutely um let's just take a quick second to talk about the lights went out in georgia uh, you obviously you know this reference yes oh yes i know it and my grandchildren know it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Oh, Colin, I've known you for a long, 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 long time Um, (laughs) Sorry, that was my my legs opening Um, (laughs) Like 7-Eleven, like a haunted 7-Eleven So this is, I was so tickled that they were making this reference. And I think you referenced it or made you alluded to it earlier, but there's somebody that was better than RuPaul in this scene. Let's talk about her. Yes. Well, when we talked about it before, I said it was Cecily Tyson, but she's not in this. <laughs> it's Cecily Strong. But Cecily Tyson, Cecily Tyson is great, but she's unfortunately not. Cecily Tyson to host SNL. Um <laughs> Pam but Tillis. Pam uh, Tillis, yeah. while we're at musical guest, Pam Tillis. <laughs> but I think that Cecily Strong was magnanimous and was such a clear fan of 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 this, of like what mm. she was doing. She knew what she was doing. And I yeah, I was just so in awe of her. It was like that scene in Doubt where Viola Davis steals the scene from Meryl Streep. Sure. Sure. I to be honest with you, I think RuPaul would have shined harder if she knew all the lines, you know? Mm. Cuz this yes. is RuPaul. Like whenever RuPaul does the let's go from in so many instances, whether it's AJ and the Queen or it's the Chad sketch, she always finds a way to add that in because she loves that Mommy Dearest reference. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is also a reference that she fucking loves. And needed to know the lines. That's all. She just needed to be off the cue cards so that she could kind of really, you know, feel those shoulder pads. Because she she did seem a little bit like, you know, it was kind of like uh, Rebecca De Mornay and Mary Gross in Feds. She was the Mary Gross. Oh. You mean, wait, RuPaul was the Mary Gross? Yes. Oh. <laughs> She's kind of like tall and standing there. Yeah. You know, I she was giving me big aunt energy i yeah i did love this type of drag mm-hmm. uh i like to be honest with you i know everybody loves the glamazon rue and whatnot but like this would also be fine <laughs> oh this ernestine drag that she yeah. was giving us ernestine charles that's what i was seeing <laughs> uh, i thought you 
were going to reference aura scene. Uh, oh, I mean, <laughs> she was definitely also a little aura scene price. She was uh, the glasses. I mean, it was. I I did love this kind of this ruin drag. Uh, I this was I, the best drag she did on the show. Yeah, yeah, this was great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I and I thought Aidy Bryant was great uh, reacting mm-hmm. to things. It, yeah, it was uh, a, a well crafted sketch, and yeah. Cecily Cecily Strong probably was the one who drove it. You know what I mean? There's yeah. always like oh, a yeah. lead, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and you could tell. And she was so good. She was so good. Yeah, uh, and Aidy Bryant, I feel like it, like in three different sketches, she had the tough role of being the like straight man reactor you know mm. and and she's really good at it like that's that's even harder because she doesn't have any funny lines what was the third one i know she was in the reading challenge which i thought was funny she uh, was in the, the reading ch- challenge she was in the um designing women uh challenge and she was was she the mom in the charades challenge the white mom in the charades challenge I... the charades challenge uh sketch jesus the straight challenge. That's right. All of these were challenges, Mary. Challenges. They were challenges. I, that's I, yeah. that's the format I know how to talk about RuPaul is challenges. I, I like the reading mini challenge. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. The, the library reading mini challenge. The acting challenge in the yeah. in the restaurant. Yeah. There was the acting challenge. There was the charades challenge. Uh, yeah. There was the uh, singing challenge in Old New York. Old New York. There was uh, the hosting challenge of doing the opening number. There was yeah, um, the hosting challenge. Oh, and then uh, the Chad sketch was the runway challenge runway yes yes yeah, that was yeah. um yeah rue had to do it all stop uh, and frisk uh i call it stop and frisk uh the thirsty yeah. cops one uh was the comedy was good, sketch yeah it was a comedy sketch <laughs> didn't have to sell anything <laughs> not to find a point on it but well, I don't know. Some of those, well, I should say, the lights went out in Georgia dressed. Maybe she could have sewed. She could have. <laughs> yeah, she could have. Uh, you know, maybe she sewed or choreographed the Justin Bieber dance, you know. Which I didn't watch, so I wouldn't oh, even know. Oh, good for you. You're very lucky. Um, I know that Justin Bieber is a musician and has talent and things. I just, uh, he seems like somebody that I wonder if anybody is keeping an eye on. Um, what? Didn't he have uh, Lyme disease or something? And he was out out at a commission for a bit. And I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't what know. I heard. I heard he was like in an iron lung. Oh, that's this terrible. Is, I mean, he's. I guess he's better, which is great. Um, I don't know. These are just things that I picked up at random. Do not write me letters. <laughs> don't at me, bro. Oh yeah, don't at me, bro. All right, Mary. Uh, yeah, no, Justin Bieber. Uh, you know, I, I just don't know how to place him right now in life and in the media. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's, it's very He's weird. got kind of a mustache thing going on with, but I, I, I think people need to know if they can. And then if they can, do. And if they can't. Uh, teach. <laughs> teach, exactly, teach. Teach the children. Yeah. Um, so, okay, well, I'm glad that we've had all of that. Did Was there any uh, last chance lip sync for RuPaul in SNL? Oh, um, no. I mean, I didn't watch that. You know, on SNL, I always kind of struggle with the end when they say, all right, good night, everybody. And then they ha- everyone has to kind of like turn and find someone to hug. And I right. just – I never like to watch that because there's always somebody who's like, eh, I'll wave at the audience again. And I would – I feel like sometimes the host kind of dances with the band then. So I could see oh, Rue doing his, his elbow dancing and maybe lip syncing a little. I don't think that happened. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't remember that, either. that happening. Some um, queens never have to lip sync, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she got through without ever having she to lip sync. She got through. She got through. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, well, good for, good for Rue. You know, there are some queens, yes, that there are some, don't And have I to would say... Sync. If we were to com- and also if we were to compare this to, um, you know, like a, a regular season, if there was a pizza queen, I would need to give it to her. Actually, I would say the pizza queen. I, you know, I'll give it to like Cicely, Cicely Strong, Cicely Tyson. But the um, the BSA. Oh, of this I know who episode you're going to say. I know who you're going to say. 
Chloe Feynman. Yes. And yes. Let's the, talk about this. <laughs> she is. I love her. And I, I, I have not been watching a lot of SNL this season. And I should. Um, she's not on she, or featured as much. That's a yeah. problem is that she's not in it very much. And she's a, she's a genius. She's so funny. She's so nuanced. Her impressions of women acting are capturing all of the important nuances. She just gets it. She gets that it's in the details. I just I love her. I love that sketch so much. Uh, the the sketch. You mean the the bit that she does? The bit. The bit. The the weekend update. Uh, um, you know, doing the Oscars review. The, yeah, the women yes. acting. Women mm-hmm. acting. Yeah. Oh, by the steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She. She certainly stole Weekend Update, uh, no question. I will say, if we're on the topic of women on SNL stealing Weekend Update, you know, because I have been talking about it probably for a year, is Heidi Gardner doing the, the, the teenager that does YouTube reviews of movies? Oh, I, I, she's the same one who's taking her kids to her sisters. Yes, that's her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, she's great too. It is spot on. Like I, I cannot not laugh at it every single time I see Heidi Gardner do it, and it, yeah, it, it, it's eerily accurate and so funny. I think she is one of the most talented. Uh, members on SNL that is so unsung, right? Because obviously mm-hmm. you have you have Kate McKinnon who is brilliant. It's like another Kristen Wiig, Molly Shannon. Like mm-hmm. there's some really great women that totally outshine the men on SNL in these past few seasons, right? You have Cecily Strong, Melissa Villasenor, Kate McKinnon, Heidi Gardner, AD Bryant, uh Egon Modem, it uh, and now Chloe Feynman who hasn't had a lot of you know, uh, stuff to do, but hopefully we'll have more to do, especially after this weekend. Yeah, she's, I hope so. I hope that this, like, finally people are like, okay, please do give her something. And if you do want more of her, I was, like, briefly diving into, I'd, I'd seen one or two things she's done before. I've seen her do the steering wheel acting before. That's, like, her bit. Um, but there is a, I watched just before we started recording, I found a clip of her. It was, like, her auditioning for a UCB thing in like 2017 oh. or 27 or yeah 2017 and it's just her doing a series of characters and it's so good and so specific and uh i just feel like if you want more of this there's a lot more of it on the internet and on her instagram <laughs> well that's good to know uh yeah i'm i'm a huge fan of the heidi gardner chloe Feynman's of mm. uh, that are coming up uh but particularly me with heidi gardner i just I, there's something about that character that I'm like, you are super talented. Uh, yeah. and, 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 you know, as same with the, the taking my kids to his sisters, uh, it, the boxer's wife or whatever, like she can clue in on those nuances in the similar way of, uh, who did I, uh, bridesmaids, um, Kristen Wiig, Kristen Wiig. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. It's I. Uh, these are reasons to watch SNL again. The women, the women. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, granted, you know, there are some great men on them. Uh, the episodes, sure, but sure, uh, and it's they'll be always fine. the women. It's always yeah. the women. And again, I'm I'm gay. Uh, it's the women of Parasite, right? Um, right. <laughs> but uh, like, I don't know. <laughs> the title of the film, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Now, for folks who don't know what we're talking about, there was it was a um, a segment from the Independent Film Spirit Awards where it was uh, the L.A. Gay Men's Chorus singing, you know, the gayest moments in film this year, and it was genius. And thank you to the Marys who tweeted us about it and checked to see if we knew about it. It was it was just so good. I, there was that one part was like this shot, and I was like, ah, yes, I love, I love yes. that I know why, but I, I can't put it into words. I just know why, and I'm like, yeah. I love being gay, you know, I, like yeah, I just... totally. And I don't know who wrote it. I wish that that person was credited. Mm. The 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 gay men's course of Los Angeles, uh, I know, has had some troubling times recently. And I hope that this moment just kind of sparks some more. They have a new director 
this year who was who you saw the back of his head while he was directing um and it, i just hope that they continue to grow from this uh so mary's of you you know feel like donating go on over to gmcla's website and and give them a little shout out or shout it out on twitter or something because they're a great organization for you know the city of los angeles so I, that part i was excited about then i was excited about alex newell and laura dern and all of the gay shit like so oh. it was just like this beautiful moment that came together and then she won the oscar yeah <laughs> And there's there's nothing more joyful than watching Laura Dern during that thing yes, at the, I know. the Independent Film Spirit Awards. She she like she clearly thought they were just going to make the one joke, and then and then she realized she was it, and she just like couldn't. If she was so overwhelmed and so happy, and I was like, this woman, this woman, I love this woman. I'm this I like woman. this woman, and I may have not loved. Her performance, or thought her marriage story performance was Oscar caliber, but then I was like, "Well, now we have to give it to her." Right, you gotta uh, give it to her, Biella. You gotta give it to her. Gotta give it queen. to her. She's, She's a pizza, pizza queen. queen. <laughs> Laura Dern is a pizza queen. Uh, Put that, that on a tote bag. <laughs> Laura Dern is a pizza queen. Oh, fabulous, Mary. Let's make it. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, it <laughs> she is. You know, like there's Diane Weist is a pizza queen. You know, yes. like. There yes. are there. Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi Goldberg is a, pi is pizza, a pizza queen. queen. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Colleen Camp. <laughs> Colleen Camp. Pat Co Crawford Brown <laughs> is a pizza queen. Oh yeah, these are these are the women. And so Laura uh, Dern, Laura Dern winning the Oscar. I was really happy because I was really happy for Diane Ladd. For her Diane. mom sitting. Oh, her, her mom. Her mother is oh, Diane Oh, her mother. Ladd. That was her mother? Oh, yeah. my God. That was so beautiful to watch. Yeah. What and a beautiful a, little moment. Yeah. And there was a great picture I saw on Reddit, and it was like a side-by-side -side of Diane Ladd and Laura Dern from like the 70s. From pro Diane Ladd was probably there for whatever, or she was nominated for Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. And mm. then she, there's a picture of her with like a nerdy little Laura Dern in glasses. And then the picture from this year of Laura Dern and Diane Ladd at the Oscars. It was just like, Ugh. oh, oh, I could, I, this is great. This is great. Oh, wow. Yeah. That whole moment, the whole weekend, the Laura Dern moment is mm -hmm. the only thing that's disappointing about it is that it's going to go away. I know. Well, yeah, I mean, she's having such a great moment, right? Yeah, she was great. Big Little Lies, Little Women, which, wait, have we talked about Little Women? Have you seen it? I have not seen it, Mary. Oh, I, you know, it's not normally my thing, and I really loved it. I loved it. That's what people say. Yeah, that's what people mm -hmm. say. Who, who, uh, Cersei Ronan, I have to look out for, right? She's Saoirse the one. Ronan is great. Oh, Saoirse Ronan, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Saoirse, yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, Roisin, I'm learning, Roisin. you know? <laughs> I'm learning. I've um, been traded to Roshin. Yeah. <laughs> You're a peach. You're one of us. I made uh, it. I, I made it. Stay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, piss on your hat. Okay. Um, so, so yes. Okay. So sell me on Little Women uh, because okay. you know what? Last I heard, they're not that little. Oh, God. <laughs> What's a um, little women, Rue? <laughs> what's a little women? Well, it wasn't that little. It, um, so little women. Okay, reasons to watch little women. Okay, Saoirse Ronan is fabulous, and she has a great monologue, and you may have seen on Twitter where she says, women, like women, and it's, oh. and it's, it's <laughs> yes, just I've the way that, she yes. goes, like women. <laughs> I've seen um, so many memes using that, which I love, right? It's, it's fabulous. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, my favorite Oscar nominees, women. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yes. So okay, so Saoirse Ronan, Florence Pugh, and she has a. So she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Yes, right. She was in Midsummer. She is so like, she's just so great, and she has this one scene that. Is she uh, sorry, Mary? Is she the one that was in that? Uh, that movie about the women smoking in the eighties, uh, mothers smoking in the eighties. What movie? No, was that? so that was 
Francis Ha. Oh, and Francis that was ha. directed by no, it was starring Greta Gerwig who directed Little Women. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, that's why I thought there was yes. the connection to Francis Ha. Okay, now I get it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So Greta Gerwig who directed Lady Bird. Uh, yes, it's it, it yeah, with Sir Sharonin, right? With Sir Sharonin, yeah. Um so Searsha Roisin Roisin. You know? Drew uh, Drogi. Drew Drudges. <laughs> Drew Drudges. Um. <laughs> I see you. I see you. I saw you. I saw you. <laughs> Talking to Jimmy Goosey. So, Florence Pugh. And you didn't see Midsummer. Of course I did. Oh, you did. Well, she's she's from Midsummer. I know. I know who Florence Pugh is. Okay, yes. and I forgot uh, if that was the one from Francis Hobbit. Now I'm remembering it's Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Uh, so she's great. She has some really great scenes. I would say uh, Jane Howdy Shell's in it. If you're a uh, you know if you want to see a Broadway actress in a small role, um, Meryl Streep. I, Meryl Streep is. Fine. Honestly, you know what I think? Meryl isn't really old enough yet. Like, they had to age her up. And it was like, ugh, couldn't they get Joan Plow right? Oh, I see. Well, what I do love is all of the memes about her talking about the young people of Meryl Streep being like, oh, everybody was so young on the set. And oh, I Timothy, haven't seen that. Timothy Chalamet. Uh, just the way she says his name, like Bernadette Peters says... Oh I, <laughs> oh, I know that reference, but I don't know. I learned that recently. Oh, um, it's great. But no, so you should look up Meryl Streep saying Timothy Chalamet's name. Ugh. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. I don't, I know that people find him attractive and I'm not here to take that away from anybody, but I just want to raise my hand for those that are on my camp that I'm not attracted to him. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I I don't I think of him as kind of like this very self serious cousin at Christmas who you know we're all over and he comes over and he's holding a book and he's reading a book in the living room while everyone's you know having a Christmas celebration in the other rooms and you go in there and you're like oh Timothy what are you reading and he's like oh Catcher in the Rye and you're like oh for God's sake <laughs> oh I thought oh. you were gonna be like uh, Foucault or <laughs> oh yeah well. Maybe it'll be like Foucault, but he'll pronounce it wrong. And it'll be like it'll be like Versace where no one's told him. And I'd be like, Aunt Diane, do you, does he not? She's like, yeah, no, no, I know. I need to have one thing on him. I know he's pronouncing it wrong. And, and that's, uh, yeah, that's what I yeah, think people, of. People are obsessed with him, and that's fine. I have my own obsessions. And, yeah, so he's also in this movie, which kind of also turns me off, if I'm being honest. And that's fair. He's maybe the weakest link of it, but it's it doesn't take much away because so much of it's okay. good. La- Laura Dern is really great. She – oh, God. Okay, no. Laura Dern has this one moment that's worth seeing the whole movie. There's this one moment where she just, like – because she's such, like, a cheerful kind of loving presence, and then she gets real – with Joe at one point, and it's it's not like at a twenty seven. It's just this is what I want to believe. Laura Dern really got her Oscar for was this moment. Oh, okay, all right. I mean, so, I didn't see Marriage Story either, so like I'm celebrating Laura Dern's win on Laura Dern alone. Yeah, well, did you see Big Little Lies? Of course, yes. So, so you kind of saw Marriage Story. Oh, I or see. at least you okay. kind of saw her performance. Okay. Okay, the slutty top. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I. The the clips alone, I was like, okay, maybe I need to see Marriage Story. <laughs> yeah, I, I, they're just. Yeah, I. It's. You would definitely like want to play her. Like if we did a maybe, oh, if, we, did, if sure. we reviewed it, you'd definitely want to play her. Okay. Um, okay. All right. And I would play. Um, oh, what's her name? Who's in it? Mara Weaver. She has a great little role in it. <laughs> Okay. She's great. She's she's the best part of the movie. All right. All right. Um, well, Mary, let's let's change gears. But before we do, let's take a quick little break. I could do that. 
right, Mary, I wondered if you wanted to check in on your progress of AJ and the Queen. You said you watched a couple episodes? I did, I did, I did. I've watched a couple more episodes. I watched, I guess I've watched the fourth and the fifth one. Okay, Um, still not there. You're not to the point where I kind of want you to be, but four and five is getting there. Oh, it is. No, and I wanted to say... For folks who've listened to our part one on AJ and the Queen, and I was like, oh, my God, this show, I don't know. I'm not sure. And it was like, push through, push through. You were like, push through, push through. And I was like, okay. So I did. And so the fourth episode was, um, oh, I'm blanking on that one now, of course. Uh, Nashville. Oh, that was, I have to go back and watch it. The most recent one that I watched was with the Bob Mackie Museum. Yes. Okay. That's yes. That's episode five, uh, and I do want to know your thoughts on on that episode because that's when things started to just bloom and blossom a little bit. I have to say, yes, I agree. I think there was a moment in episode four. Oh, episode four, Kennedy Davenport was really good. She was great. She was. The, oh, she was right. Yes. 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 That's episode I, four. That's yes. Episode. Yeah. I forgot. That was episode four, and RuPaul, you know it's okay to fall down, get up, look sickening and making them eat it. Mm-hmm. That moment when she got yes. up. Was, oh God. I, yeah. Chandelier. It was, I so clapped. Good. I clapped. Yes. I clapped yes. because that's what you do. Um, so yeah, the Bob Mackie episode. Yeah. Boy, the show bloomed. Oh my God. Right. I was like, Oh, now we're doing something. Yes. Okay. And, okay. and you can tell the difference by the directing and the writer. So, mm-hmm. The writing of the Louisville episode was very obviously RuPaul and Michael Patrick King because it was very focused in the drama of the drag queens, right? You had the whole issue with Chad Michaels, right? Who was not bad. He was – I thought he was actually pretty good. Okay. And (laughs) – Oh, I – you know, listen – my bar was low. I was at Eureka levels, and so I I really expected – I expected, like, who'd he say we is? Who's trashy? And then a long pause. No. I was, it was surprised. Okay. The dialogue, I don't think, served Chad. Oh, that at was, all. yeah. I agree. And that at part all. where, like, RuPaul was, like, elbow dancing to kind of inspire her to keep performing in the background. Mm-hmm. I was like, Ru, mm-hmm. you love to dance like that. Yeah. You love colors, <laughs> love to dance, you know? Well, I will say the. It was a little over the top, but very important for a show starring RuPaul. That that particular episode for me was all about the moment when RuPaul is like, "Get up, get off the couch," and Chad's yeah. like, "I don't want to." And she's like, "No, you have to," and gives that speech about like, "What are you gonna do, right?" Mm-hmm. And uh, what would what does she say? What would Cher do, right? Yes. Uh, snap out. That whole little moment I thought was very RuPaul's thesis. So in that sense, I'm like, okay, that's why RuPaul needed to help write this episode. The fifth episode and the – well, I love the sixth episode. The seventh episode is Drew Joji. Um, Drew Judges? (laughs) Drudges? Am I saying it right? Um, And – just if we're looking ahead, episode ten is RuPaul and Michael Patrick King again, and it's the it's the best one of theirs. Well, so now I believe it. Now I after getting just getting to episode five, I'm like, okay, this show is like I can see how this could get real good. Yeah, it's getting it, there. It's getting yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, where to the point where I'm like, I could okay. I could support this going on. You know, I mean, there's one part where um, I don't know which episode it was, but where someone bumps into Lewis or Lewis is something and he just goes, bitch, I'm blind. And I was like, <laughs> oh, for God's sake, we know. We know. I am like, I can't. That remains. That remains. It will continue, in my Mary. Jaw. Mary, it will continue. It's in every single fucking scene that he's in. I hate it. Uh, yeah, I, hate I will. It too. I will say the reward was that little cop's fuzzy little butt. Oh, I know. Uh, oh, I saw. I saw that peach fuzz, and I was like, "Oh, Mary. Oh, uh, Mary." <laughs> yeah. Um. So the Bob Mackie episode, this actor very well could have been played by 
uh, I just had his name. And anyway, there's he's kind of like the C-list version of who I think could have played this role. Like uh-huh. I keep seeing somebody else in that role, but it's not him. Do you know this actor? Yes, he was on he he's always plays like this kind of gay he's a gay character actor. Right. He was on Will and Grace. He was in the season 2 of The Comeback. He played the guy That's who was on the children's show who was the caterpillar. Okay, the guy when she goes to set and, when she when she yeah. goes to see Tom, yeah, yeah, Tom, and to talk about Holly, oh. yeah, uh, Big Daddy um, Tom, God, oh, Big Dick Energy Tom. Oh, um, Tom is so hot in season two in that one I know. scene. He's so like, hot. Ugh. Keep the hat on. Yeah, yeah, a little hat on. Um, well, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're coming up to what I think is the turning point of the season, which is season six. I love. Episode, not season six. I love episode six. I love it. I think it's so well done. And it might be a little over the top, but I think it's well done. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and the Bob Mackie stuff, I think that was all in RuPaul's vocabulary. So she was also able to just, it rolled off of her tongue. Yeah, you know, I will say that I felt like everything that happened with that guy at the museum, I was surprised like, yeah, they resolved it, but I felt like the whole idea was, oh, you know, we're kind of leaving everybody with a little bit of starshine and sprinkles of dust, you know, a fairy dust. And I felt like with him, his last lines were like, I've just been so lonely. I've only had 18 visitors in two years. Well, see ya. Like, it, it was such a sad note to leave on, you know? Mm. I think uh, that was okay for me. I think I was kind of like, well, that, that didn't, we didn't gloss over that. You know, you know, and, and maybe that is, and you know, it just it it definitely like made me think about like, well, that's that's a reality is the lonely old queen in the small town. Um, it's a sad, sad truth, and not pathetic. Just like there, it's just like, oh, that's tough. You know, yeah. I get that. There's a humanity there, and I think they did a good job of showing the humanity of that, and not just making him a troll. Mm. Um, it was just, I guess, I in the fantasy of the show, I wanted a happier ending for him. That's all. Absolutely. I, I hear that. I mean, granted, didn't he, wasn't he creeping on Rue? Yes, but I didn't feel like it was playing off as like him being lecherous. I, I felt like the moment she said, whoa, 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 he stopped. I thought oh, he I just see. thought okay. they were having a moment. That's all. Right, right. They were getting into the scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear that. And yeah, it kind of would have been a little adorable if there was a little fling there. Not going to lie. Yeah, I, I thought even if it was just like a one night, like, you know, stop on by the next time you're in town. You know, like I I kind of love the idea that the character of Robert would treat himself to a, you know, a little, you know, a little one night fling to, mm. to distract him from his woes. I think. That especially two older gay men, two older fey gay men dressing up, then hooking up. That's right. you know, I mean, you do not see that on TV. You know, like yeah, when when we see Mickey in bed with a guy in season two of the comeback, that's revolutionary. <laughs> what are you doing in here? Get out of here! <laughs> oh, I'm red, naked. Oh, red, I'm, I'm naked. naked. I'm naked. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Okay, oh, sorry, Marys. Oh, yeah. the comeback will it will never cease to be anything oh, it, less than my favorite show. Yeah, yeah, we'll always do everything just right, and and I'll always find new things to love about it. You know? Right, right, right. Oh, right. God. Um, okay, well, so you have what five episodes left? Six, seven, eight, yeah. nine, ten. Yeah. Um, so to, looking ahead, look forward to Little Rock. It's it's really fabulous. The women in it are great. Great. Um, and season seven, you or season seven. Sorry, I keep, you know what I mean. I know. Uh, I said challenges. You're saying seasons. We're yeah, just so yeah. ready to do season twelve. You know. That's right. Uh, so so episode seven is, I believe, Latrice and Monique Hart. Ooh. Okay. All right. I'm excited about that. I I. I know they're going to be great. I mean, I know Monique is going to be a hoot and, you know, Latrice is going to 
Latrice is gonna be there. I don't. Is Latrice good? Is she a good actor? I, I'm gonna keep the suspense, yeah. Mary. Gonna but keep Monique Zahoot. Okay. Well, you know, because you know, you never know. I was surprised at Mariah's nuance oh she, yeah she, mariah she, you got mariah yeah she played very like there she had one moment she had some like reaction shot where i was like that is some good acting she's good uh i love mariah i'm so happy yeah. to see mariah doing well but i was jay jolie what did you do jade, jade was jade was okay but of, of the three i think she kennedy. wasn't yeah kennedy was the funniest kennedy yes. was surprisingly funny yeah yeah i love kennedy uh, yeah God, Kennedy. She was so funny. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I the the makeup bit, like, the, yeah, it was all very good. It was all very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, okay. So we'll we'll save the rest. Uh, you know, part two slash three. Yeah, totally. For, yeah. For another discussion. Um, is there anything else that we kind of missed in our RuPaul roundup? Uh, no, just, you know, I think we were, uh, I think much like Laura Dern is having a moment. I think RuPaul is having a moment right now. And, mm. uh, I think, you know, we should, we should celebrate the things that are celebratable in 2020. So, um, including Parasite winning best picture at the Oscar. Ugh. Oscars. Mary, how, all of hap- them. how happy did that make you? And I don't really ever care about the Oscars, but there was... Just something so great about when I saw that movie, knowing that I actually saw something really, really different and really well done to the point where no matter what the campaigns of A Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, no matter how much money they put into those campaigns, Parasite still won. Yeah, yeah, and and made history as the first foreign language best picture. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think uh, I'm so yeah, I'm so proud of it. It's just such a good movie, and I'm so proud of the cast that like in a way they're being recognized because they were all so good. And like the movie is, it's just such a great movie. And I I don't know, like there's a number of reasons why I'm sure it won, but I guess it's like I feel like. If you look at the grand, like the story of the United States in 2020 in the history books, I love that we have like a xenophobic president like Donald Trump right now, and then like a foreign language picture, an immigrant of a movie winning Best Picture at the Oscars, you know? Yeah, about the rich and the poor. About the rich and the poor. Like, I just feel like it's that, it's like remembering that when you look at, you know, when you look at the 70s, when you look at Nixon, and then you look at the movies that were being made, and you look at the art that was being made, and it's mm-hmm. like, it's mm-hmm. just really it's uh it's always interesting to look at those contrasts and look at the the responses and I think what's even cooler about this is that this is such a relevant response but from a totally different cultural lens. Definitely. Definitely. And you know, I think Bang Ho has said in past press things and uh interviews and stuff that it's like a lot of American movies have come from Korean ideas. Mm, and it's mm-hmm. about time that y'all start reading the subtitles and watching our movies. And yeah. I just, I love that. I love that this was an international film winning, uh, f- film winner and an Oscar film winner, right? Like it doesn't matter. It can be in both categories. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I thought that was so great that it was like, this doesn't disqualify it. Right. from being best picture and apparently I don't remember the channel but like after Parasite 1 like on YouTube now there's like 200 Korean movies with subtitles you know all like available for free Wow! so it's kind of like do your research you know and I that's you know I don't know that's exciting that's great I feel like he had said maybe at the Oscars like if you can get over the one inch hurdle of subtitles there's a whole world of, of storytelling that you know opens up for you and i thought totally. well ain't that the <laughs> that's that's a read mama that's a read you know yeah. like that is real oh, yeah. no so. it's super real i mean think about how many people go to the opera but won't go to a foreign film yeah yeah and i you know and i certainly you know i'm not above it i get like oh but i don't feel like having to read along but you know to be honest i you had forget. to put on you a a you forget Two, I had to put on subtitles for Broadchurch, you know, like, and that was, I know, right? You know, and and Drag Race UK, and Drag Race UK. So, like, 
it's fine. And honestly, like I've been watching, uh, I've watched the the Crown with Olivia Coleman, the season with Olivia Coleman, and to be that show is so dense that actually the subtitles helped me like take everything in. Sure, sure. So, the same with Game of Thrones. I mean, I've spoken yes. to so many people that put the subtitles on for Game of Thrones. It it's the same fucking thing, guys. It's the yeah. same thing. Yeah, and I it's yeah, it's I, I think for anyone who hasn't seen Parasiters, like I don't like subtitles, like, oh my god, this movie is so great. And there's you know what's you know what is crazy? There's so many sequences that don't have subtitles yes, that are amazing. Yes, there's snapping. no dialogue. Yeah. yeah that yeah. are amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, like you don't even need to know what the conversation is while the coffee table scene is happening. You oh know? god, that scene. Oh my god, that scene. The scene, scene in the I won't say it. I won't say it. I don't want to say it. Anything, anything <laughs> Down there. And, Down you know, there, yeah. yeah. And I just, oh, and the women of Parasite. It is the a women movie of full of women. And oh, it's, God. It's That's great. the and gayest like, thing I've been given. The yes. most precious gayest thing I've been given this year. Yeah. Yeah. And a variety of women. Strong women, you know, like, oh, Conniving the, women. Yeah. Conniving oh. women. Smart women. Funny women. 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 <laughs> women. Right? Was that what she says? <laughs> Uh, women. Oh yeah, little, like, little women, like women. <laughs> and I'm so tired. <laughs> uh. Oh, I love her. I uh, can't wait to see that movie. Um, yeah. Bombshell. I, I think won best hair and makeup for the Oscars. Yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, sorry, I, I went back to the Oscars. I shouldn't have, but I just thought about Bombshell because of women. Um, yeah. I still have to uh, see it. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very, very excited to see that. Um, you know, like would not even though I haven't seen it, I wouldn't be like devastated if Charlize Theron had like had a surprise win. You know. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, yeah. It uh, it was uh, Judy Garland that won. Yeah. Yeah. Renee. Yeah. yeah. Renee Zellweger. Yeah. The Zellweger. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Renee Zellweger. She was the only one that she didn't thank on that stage. Yeah, that's true. I know. Oh my god. Bob, Percy, <laughs> Travis, and the Raylene. My Come friends at Ash. Come on, Sash. <laughs> Come on, Benry. Come on, Benry. <laughs> Come on. Come on. What's her? She's Jane. Come on. Uh, Come on, Benry. Come on, Sash. Come on, Holly. <laughs> Come on, Holly. Come on, Holly. <laughs> Come on, Jeff Probst. Come on, Jeff Probst. Anyway, uh, any any other RuPaul roundups? I will say the, to to kind of end our discussion. Um, <laughs> anything on? I just love like not explaining that. Like, there's maybe no, yeah, one who person who knows who what the hell that was. Survivor yeah. fans know. Survivor. Yeah, fans know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Send us gifts of that season, Marys, if you if you yeah. get it. Um, it's the only one I know. Yeah. <laughs> it is the only one you know, which is unfortunate because season forty is coming up and it's going to be amazing. Um, yeah. So. Uh, season 12, Drag Race. I don't know if you had any more time to ruminate on these queens. I've been following a lot more of them on Twitter and Instagrams. And I, uh, I'm getting more and more excited by some of these queens. I will say, I think Heidi in Closet is absolutely fucking adorable. Like, so adorable. Jan Sport, every clip that comes out, I'm just, I'm just reminded about how talented she is. Um, and I am nervous for Britta because I think she will get the Miss Congeniality edit instead of winning the season like she probably should. Mm, those are some predictions. I'm excited to see if that plays out. That's a that's a very specific prediction, so I'm very keen to see uh, what ends up happening. I have not been following along at all. I, I Usually I do. Past few seasons, like, I've done my research and, like, you know, found some favorites to get excited about. And this one, I mean, the only thing I know is there was something going around. There's some uh, lip sync by Heidi in Closet that's supposed to just be, it's like the work medley or something like that. And mm. it's supposed to be incredible. And yeah. like, they're like, oh, this is the lip sync assassin of the season. And, you know, they will say that. I, I think right. Mercedes Amon Diamond may have been their lip sync assassin <laughs> of season 11. Uh, I don't think that's true. I don't think they I said think, she was. I but you know sometimes they say that and it's like okay, in like you know in certain performances, but that you know when it comes time, if it comes time, it might not be that Queen's song. Right. So um, so I don't want to like expect anything, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've seen activity on Twitter, but I guess I've just been like 
I don't know, I guess kind of saving up all of my like drag race energy for drag race when it finally happens. I know? get it. I get it. I'm, I like kind of going in a little bit more informed of where they're coming from. Uh, I don't know. It makes me kind of love them a little bit more. Um, mm. But I will say I've seen Gigi good. And I remember my first impression of her as, oh, she's new. She's, you know, in her bedroom kind of drag. But this queen is this queen is a performer. Uh, mm. Gigi Good, no matter how young and inexperienced she is, it's another one of those young queens that I think is just going to come in and take the crown. Uh, so Gigi Good, I think, is like high up there on my list now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been kind of excited about her, and I've seen a little bit of her, and. Um... Yeah, I, I think she retweeted some tweet about how drag shows should all be from, like, 7 to 10 p.m. And I was like, okay, well, I like her. I love that. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. I'm I'm very – I mean, to be honest, just from the Meet the Queens, I'm really kind of looking forward to all of them. I'm – you know, I thought I'd, I'd be more like, oh, God, another season. But, like, it has been a while. So I'm ready, you know? Yeah. Bitch, I'm ready. Yeah, bitch, I'm ready too. And it's not an all-star season. So there is a new energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I uh, I can't wait. For me, prediction wise, I just can't wait to find our pizza queen. To mm, you know what I mean? Like to find our yeah. maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, it's gonna um, be for me. It's gonna be Britta for sure. I love Britta. I mean, I think you got to see them and act. You got to see how they show on the show because I feel like we could look at like like when we know about the queens at the meet the queens point and like okay who do we think we're gonna love no matter what mm. and like i don't think i would have identified monet exchange you know what i mean like i don't think oh, that would have okay. read to me at that point is like oh you're my pizza queen i may have just thought like you're great but you know there she was <laughs> hot and ready just, yeah just sitting there on a on a hot pan yeah ready to be served yeah red you know soak it up <laughs> Girl, soak what up? Soak what up? <laughs> Another Gia Gun reference. Gia uh, Gun. I am the Boom Boom Gun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love her. Uh, bring back Gia Gun. God damn it. Sure. Gia Gun's drag race. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> send them all home. Send them all home. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, well, okay. Season twelve. It's in two weeks. Uh, yeah. Next next week, I think we have Best in Show, Parasite, AJ and the Queen Part Three. I don't know what's next. Uh, we but do. We be... have all of that. All of that will be coming out, or will have come out. You know, before season twelve starts. Yes, and I am excited. Uh, so, Marys, thank you for listening, uh, especially on the off season. Uh, this, uh, I should start the outro now. So, uh, unless you have anything to add. No, no, I am, uh, I am GG good to go. All right. Uh, if you get ready, you ain't gotta go. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> Was this an ad for constipation? <laughs> Mary. Mary, don't say the C word. <laughs> Uh, well, Marys, if you have any thoughts on the SNL episode or RuPaul's moment or the Oscars or anything like that, please reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com or www.TasteOfReality.com backslash AllRight-Mary. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JohnnyAlso1 or Instagram at JohnnyAlso. And you can find me on In the Details, a celebration of nuance or Best Supporting Podcast with Nick Kachanoff celebrating Best Supporting Actresses. Um, and you can find more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can find more of both of us, including a bonus episode every week and our nuance after show every single week uh, during season 12 at patreon.com backslash all right, Mary. All right, Mary, we have a special last chance lip sync for this week. Uh, I know it will never be mine, but I'm wondering what you think it is. Oh, smooth. Um, so <laughs> so we are so grateful that we uh, have so many lovely and talented Marys out there. Uh, Marys who, you know, I mean, can uh, they can hold a note. They can carry a tune, oh, so to sure. speak. <laughs> Hate you. God. Uh, so we wanted to take this opportunity. I'm air guitaring to... right now, man. I know. I know. Oh my God. 
There was air guitar in episode five of AJ and the Queen, and I almost oh, I stopped watching. It. I oh, I it was. It. I, I was so it. mad. I was so mad. Oh my god, she was so femme. Um, she's so femme. She, she was. She's so. She's like, get down there. Down there. Get down there. Down there. <laughs> Don't come back up until you have a pussy mustache. So speaking of which, so. Uh, we like to, when we can, get the opportunity uh, feature and celebrate some of our talented Marys. So this week, our last chance lip sync is a song by a Sister Mary Ayiz Diaz. Uh, Ayiz, I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Uh, and this is, and it was so nice. He like gave me a like, uh, I guess it would be a mnemonic device. No, that'd be just that'd be to spell it. Uh, gave me a rhymes with. Um, it said "braf is." So I'm. It's very kind of you because Roisin. So uh, this is Ayaz Diaz, and this is his song, You Will Never Be Mine. And uh, you can find it on SoundCloud, and you can find the link to that in the description below. So um, Lip sync for your life, Mary. And lip sync for your motherfucking life. It goes down When I ain't around, oh, you don't know 